companies that in the 1990s won ESOP of the Year awards are no longer ESOPs. They sort of underscore the point you made earlier, Jason, that uh, these ESOPs tend not to be permanent. They either get so big that and their stock value gets so rich that the temptation to sell becomes overwhelming, or they just simply uh, are not doing well enough to sustain the structure. And so those goes away. So it looks like a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. And I wonder how you break out of that. Well, I, I happen, um, first off, I, I, I want to honor um, Camille's point that we can't just rest on the fundamental power structure as it exists currently. So if all we're talking about doing is tweaking the margins, uh, we're not really vindicating uh, the rights and, 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 and disabuses of the current system on people of color, women, uh, oppressed populations, First Nations. We really do need to put that story, those stories front and center, and in my view, assess the stories of the day as they as they present as the facts present themselves, and I think to a large extent, um, we have to look. We we can't let the New Belgium story. Uh, we can we we can no more let it lie on speculation than we can just to say that the story's over. I think we have to hold them to their feet to the fire and judge judge their current owners by what happens by by the facts. But to answer your question. Uh, you know, ESOPs are like Camille said. Um, our, our current economic structure is created by by men, largely um, for the worse. So too are ESOP instances. So too are are the the business structures, and so too is the law that uh, created them, uh, and um, and and the the people who govern them and control them. So. I think there are a couple of interventions that can loosen the noose of of capitalistic forces. One is that ERISA currently, while it doesn't require trustees to maximize share value. And let me stop you for a second. ERISA is what? Uh, the, employment reti- the Employment Retirement Income Security Employee. Act, uh, which Employee. is a piece of federal legislation that was passed in uh, the mid-1970s that governed um, retirement plans and the way that they were administered, uh, employment-based retirement plans. And ESOPs uh, were nested within the ERISA framework when they were created uh, and adopted into federal law. They are governed by uh, ERISA, which has made them fairly rigid structures. They're heavily regulated by the Department of Labor and the IRS. And you know, one of the somewhat, sometimes misunderstood legal requirements is that the trustee is obligated like a corporate director to maximize share value uh, when there are competing financial offers to buy a company. Their legal obligation doesn't quite rise to that level, but it's it's close. And they are judged by what's known as the fiduciary duty standard, which is the highest legal obligation recognized by the law, which for a trustee means that they have to put the interests of the trust and its beneficiaries ahead of all other interests. That doesn't always mean that the ESOP trustee has to accept 
the highest financial offer, but it often means that in practice. And so I think there are two interventions that I think would help. One is to adjust the legal standard or the guidance by which a trustee carries out his or her duty to allow for uh, multi-stakeholder uh, and multi-interest consideration along the 